Hello, and welcome to the Red River Report. My name is Afton Berg, and I'm your guest host this week. Today I'll be talking with Andrea, who's giving a workshop on self-care at the college. Thank you so much for joining us today. Could you introduce yourself and tell us a bit more about who you are and what you do? Uh, my name is Andrea Schrader, and I am, I mean, officially described to be a life coach and an artist. And I started my own business um, 12 years ago. So at this point, I kind of get to do whatever I want to do, which is really cool. Um, so I teach mostly um, journaling and meditation to creative people. And could you tell me a bit about what the Creative Dream Incubator is and what exactly you do? Um, well, the Creative Dream Incubator, yeah, I started as, as a life coaching business. I felt like when I was in university, um, I, ha- I have a degree in fashion design, and I had all these creative dreams of things I wanted to do. And then I left school and I had no clue how to do anything. And it was really difficult and, and painful time for me, like, I guess you could say most of my my 20s. And so it was like figuring all of that out for myself. Um, I was so excited to sort of have some tools for dealing with the self-doubt and all the ways that we hold ourselves back. And so, yeah, I started as a life coaching business and then kind of over time moved into teaching more courses and ongoing things just so people have ongoing bits of support because life coaching can get very expensive. Being your own boss, I'm sure, is very rewarding in some ways, and it will teach you a lot of life lessons that you wouldn't learn in a corporate job. Transitioning into the self-care aspect, why is self-care so important for people, especially college students? Well, I mean, especially now, everything that's happening in the world, and it's like, I feel like I've been saying that for two years, everything that's happening, and there's like more keeps happening, and it's hard for us to, to process it all. And, you know, one thing I felt like at my age, like I'm, I'm 48 and I can feel like, well, you know, most of my life on earth, if everything seemed really good and solid and I mean, it sounds terrible, but I, I could kind of enjoy myself and not worry about it. And now like my, my kids, it's like, they're so stressed out and um, with good reason, right? So the first thing about self-care is, is to recognize like, um, you have every reason to feel anxious or stressed out or whatever it is you're feeling, right? Because the world around us has often said like, oh, just kind of bury your feelings, just pretend that you're okay. Or like, you need to just eat well and exercise and you'll be fine. And that's just not not true for everyone. And we need to figure out, um, I think like what what you're doing in college, you're learning about what, what you want to do, but you also need to learn how you're going to take care of yourself and like who you want to be and how you're going to be. And these are really big, important questions. So yeah, for me, I mean, it just felt inevitable. Like if I wanted to be confident enough to put myself out there, my creative work, um, confident enough to take any kind of risk, uh, you have to be doing self-care, right? Because like, I mean, a few people are gifted with confidence, but most of us are not, right? Exactly. And especially as college students trying to break out into our industries, it can be really daunting to even go there and terrifying I think (laughs) yeah I think so too um how did you start your self-care journey and start that process I I would say it was a lot of trial and error just like feeling like I would try to put myself out there and I would like you know I guess you would say like I had so much self-doubt and I also felt like but I don't want to get a job there's stuff I want to do and I really want to figure this out and so it was those things kind of working um kind of just to push me into making myself take these risks and then feeling so much anxiety, fear. I kind of had no choice um, but to learn how to how to deal with those things and to learn stuff like meditation. Yeah, just kind of dealing with how hard it is to put yourself out there, really. That was where it started for me. Yeah, that's that's really interesting. I love hearing about everyone's journey to becoming the best 
self, right? And we all start at different places. Um, so how are some ways that we as students can incorporate mindfulness into our everyday hectic schedules with a ton of work and no time to do yeah. anything else? Um, one of my favorite ways is, and I think most students do use a, a planner, like a paper planner where you're writing stuff out. Um, when you're writing what you're doing, you can also think about, so how do I want to feel when I'm doing this? So if I have class Monday morning, it's like, well, I know I'm going to be tired. I want to feel present or something, right? So, and, and you can write that in there. Like, I, I'm going to this class, I'm going to feel present. I'm working on this assignment. This is how I want to feel. As you really think, I mean, that's a real, I think for me, like the most profound kind of mindfulness is being aware of how we want to feel. Um, even when sometimes you like, okay, I want to feel that way, but I don't. Um, it, you start to become aware of that space between where you are and where you want to be. And the only way to like cross that barrier is actually to stay present. Yeah, bringing, I mean, to me, that's a simple way to bring that awareness into everything that you're doing. And if you keep doing it week after week, you actually are going to come up with ideas for like, okay, so what could I do Sunday night to help Monday morning be better? That, that kind of thing. And the ideas will come from you because a lot of the self-care um, material out there, like it's, it's acting as though we're all the same. And it's kind of um, like, well, I, I, th I think it can be kind of insulting <laughs> um, some of it. It's like, oh, you need you need to have a, a green smoothie and then you need to do this kind of workout in the morning. It's like, but we're all so unique and we have like our creative genius and that thing that makes us special um, knows our best way of, of doing it. So like your way might be to stay up really late um, and then have time for a nap in the day. Like, so yeah, not listening to other people's advice is a really big one. And when you do that, that practice of trying to figure out how do I want to feel throughout the week and the different things I'm doing, that helps you move into your own ideas around what would help you feel that way. I love what you said about just putting the intention out, like how I want to feel in Monday morning's class. Like that's a great kind of a tangible, simple way that you can start your journey when I think that's so beautiful. Meditation and journaling, on the other hand, are things that can seem pretty daunting. Do you have any tips for beginners uh, about these things? Like I kept a journal since I was a teenager. And the thing about journaling is that it's always about being where you are. So my teenage journal, it was very like a lot of complaining and um, can't believe every, you know, everyone's against me, <laughs> that kind of thing. Because um, a journal is really just space to put your thoughts on paper. And so uh, there's no way to do that wrong. And so you can't journal wrong. So that space, whatever comes out is helpful. It doesn't matter, like, because we judge ourselves so much, especially with things like journaling. For some reason, we feel like if we're not doing it the way someone else does it, it's wrong. Or so it's, but it's like where you are is perfect. So if you have just any kind of notebook, and if you give yourself five minutes to just write whatever's on your mind. Um, it will grow from there. Like you'll find the way that you want to journal by journal. It's totally about you getting stuff in your head, like out of your head and, and onto the page. And in regards to meditation, how can, how can one start that? Like, again, like, I, I don't think we should get too hung up on doing it right. Cause there's so many ways to meditate and there's so many like experts and like, oh, you have to breathe this way. You have to breathe that way. And everything that makes it harder for you to start is, is wrong let's say so just like no matter how you're, if you you can breathe terribly but just give yourself five minutes to breathe um find music that you like and then you kind of get into it. like it's, it's the same as journaling kind of if you find that smallest way in and you will feel uh, a benefit 
from just five minutes of giving yourself some space. As you get into it, you you find the things that you like and the ways that you like, and you can you can learn about that later if you're into it. And finally, I just wanted you to tell me a bit about the workshop that you're holding uh, on April 12th at the college and what we can look forward to. Well, it will be a meditation and journaling. So we'll do a couple different kinds of meditation and then asking ourselves some questions when we're in that relaxed state around what do you need for self-care? And then also really looking at, so what's, what's doable right now? What would actually work for you? Yeah, the self-care needs to, it has to be doable or else we will continue to put it off because it's so easy to do that. Exactly. Um, And especially during this really stressful exam final project season that us college students are in, I think this workshop will be really great for this time of the year. So thank you so much again for meeting with me. This has been lovely. Oh, this was excellent. Thank you. It's really fun. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Red River Report. Stay tuned for a new host next week. I'm your guest host, Afton Berg, for The Projector. 